North Star, welcome to Digging Deeper, where we help you lock eyes with Jesus and take a step towards Him. Today's scripture reading is Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. God's word says this Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Today is the 12th day of Lent, which is a season of self examination and self denial, where we empty ourselves of the lesser things and fill ourselves with the greater things of the gospel. Matthew 6.10 is a plea for the kingdom of God to come and for the will of God to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want to hone in today on this idea of the kingdom because so often the kingdom or the kingdom of God is often just church talk and it doesn't really mean anything. So I want us to look at what does this actually mean, your kingdom come. Well, kingdom, or the Greek word basilia, denotes the sovereign rule, dominion, or sphere of ultimate authority. Thus, the kingdom of God is is the rule and reign of God in a particular place at a particular time. As God's people, we then desire for the full manifestation of God's promised rule. It's important that we mention its promise because this idea of God's rightful dominion is not a new idea. In fact, the Garden of Eden, as is captured in Genesis 1 and 2, is a picture of God's kingdom. It was a sphere of reality in which God was known and recognized as king. And Adam and Eve, his creation, represented him to all of creation. This is Genesis 1, 26 through 28. But as we know, as the story goes, instead of representing God, they chose to rival God by setting up their own kingdom by which they operated as the one of ultimate authority and dominion. That we have pushed ourselves out of God's kingdom by our own pride and selfishness. Yet thankfully, our king is merciful and gracious, and even in our rebellion, he has pursued us. And so as the redemptive plan of God unfolds throughout human history as recorded in the Old Testament, there is promises of God's kingdom being reestablished through the lives of Abraham, David, and then ultimately there's a promised king who will come to earth. And this is explicitly laid out throughout the Old Testament. And as Jesus, who is this promised king, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, Jesus the Messiah, makes his way on the scene, The book of Matthew highlights that the kingdom has come because the king is here, that the kingdom has arrived because the king has arrived, that Jesus is here, so the kingdom is here. So the reality of God's kingdom has begun, but it has not been fully realized. Let let me explain that we experience God's kingdom now spiritually as those who have repented of our sin and trusted in Christ, and we embrace the king and his kingdom now. But there is coming a day in which we will experience the kingdom physically on the earth as God's rule and reign is manifested here, a renewed Garden of Eden, if you will. So in a sense, God's kingdom is already, but it is also not yet. We've gotten a taste of God's kingdom, and now we eagerly await for the full literal banquet with our king when he ushers his kingdom here to earth. So now we pray these words from Matthew 6.10 as we wait in the already but not yet. May your kingdom come. Let's pray. Our Father, as it's the 12th day of Lent, we pray 
And we thank you that you rose from the dead and that you returned to the Father and that you sent us your Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you that we get to live this life in the power of the Holy Spirit, God. You have no rival, Lord. You have no equal. Father, we pray that you would train us through prayer to invite the Holy Spirit into all areas of our life. God, may we be aware of the Spirit's movement. God, may we, this may be the new default of our inner person, that the Holy Spirit would be alive and well in us. And Father, we pray this now through the Son and by the Spirit. Amen. Amen.